Like I, I don't even have to write the ethical. Um, what do you? What do you guys have to do something right for the human subjects? Mm-hmm. Not, not oh like yeah, IRB. Yeah, IRB. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't have to ever do that. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry if my molecules are getting hurt while I'm doing experiments. Um, and yeah, like it's 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 not. Like there so, are other sort of ethical yeah, questions. So what what would as, you what would you submit when you start a new project? I mean, I have no idea. No, nothing. Just, just a proposal. Just a proposal. Just a proposal saying, "Give me money," and they do or they don't. <laughs> oh wait, wait. Um, money means like a research funding. That's all. Yeah, like from the grants. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, so you don't need to get any kinds of permission to do your experiment? I mean, other than like a basic safety training, no. Oh, interesting. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, I, it doesn't matter how much sample I use. doesn't matter how much, like how wasteful I am with the sample. It's just my fault, you know. So so the basic safety training means it's just really basic stuff. So it doesn't. I mean, yeah, like chemical handling, like you don't mix acid with organics, or um, you know, this is what you're supposed to do when there's a chemical spill, Uh things like that. And I don't actually have to do any sort of um, yeah, no, like there's no special like permission I need to request for conducting my experiments on top of my proposal. Oh. So, yeah. for example, so like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So for example, if um, your experiment has a small like a risk um, that risk to who? To to me? To you or other people in the building or something like that? I mean, and okay, then, if it's, again, like, if it's a radioactive substance, mm-hmm. for instance, right? Yeah. Then I need to be, I need to be certified to be able to handle radioactive things. Mm-hmm. But it's not like I'm asking some other third-party entity to let me handle the radioactive material. Mm-hmm. I just need to pass the school's radioactive material handling Mm-hmm. test mm-hmm. and that's it mm-hmm. and i i presumably have done that already mm-hmm. before the proposal mm-hmm. yeah oh. so um yeah like like very very little ethical sort mm-hmm. of concerns in mm-hmm. my line of research right mm-hmm. and i mean you have a little bit more than i do but you also don't worry about you know whether you're finding like whether what you're going to discover in this research is going to start or end the war, right? (laughs) However, it takes a very, very long time to get approval. Even a slight mm. slight change, modification to this uh, information sheet, it takes two months, probably. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been, um, it's kind of insane. (laughs) But maybe, I don't know, like maybe... Maybe that's not for entirely unreasonable reason, right? Like maybe that is actually important because, um, you especially because you're dealing with human subject and like yeah, sometimes it's, it's just a bit too much. 
Um, yeah, 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 yeah. For example, like, if there are typos, like, yeah, we have to submit for amendment. Just oh, typos, uh, typos. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just um, yeah. sometimes it's just too much. Yeah, yeah. 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 I can cases. I can imagine that it's like logistically annoying, but mm. if you're experimenting with human beings mm. or with um, any living things for that matter, I feel like you don't think that your experiment, mm. which I know because I've done, uh, is pretty chill. You know, I don't think it's traumatic in any way. <laughs> but like, you know, like there's a potential, right? Yeah. Always that yeah. they might become triggered. And yeah. like, you know, when that happens, you want to make sure to be able to say yeah. that like, hey, you know, we did yeah. pass these all yeah. these protocols right. and you can't blame us, right? So, yeah, like in that sense, like you have a bit more ethical responsibility mm. than I do in my research. Mm. Um, but like, think about Oppenheimer. Mm. Like, he was just supposedly purely interested in, you know, the nuclear physics, like mm. what's going to happen in atoms under extreme conditions. And for all we know, that's all he was interested, right? Mm. I don't think he was trying to um, start or end the war. Like, mm. he was just trying to do his science things. It's just that he felt like this technology, when the Germans were starting to get ahead of this nuclear fission uh, capabilities, he was like, oh, this could destroy, like, the whole country, and when he realized that, he felt like we need to know more about this technology. Mm. Like before they get to do it, we need to get ahead of them, right? Mm. And that sort of psychological sort of reasoning is very understandable. And um, so does the movie? Yeah, but, yeah does yeah. the movie describe um, what happened to him after the war? After the um, the bombs yeah, like, were dropped. I would, yeah. I, I would say, yeah, I would say that they spend about a little bit less than a third of the movie, the last mm. little bit less than a third of the movie, sort of showing how much he struggles mm. with the consequences of his work. Mm. Um, he, first of all, it was a lot more powerful than he had ever intention, mm. like had an intention of. And, they, they basically were not aware of any of the long-term effects mm. that people will uh, suffer from, mm. you know, because the, the sort of the Trinity test, mm. the test they did at Los Alamos, they did it in the mm. middle of nowhere, yeah. you know, made sure yeah. everyone is outside of the mm. blast radius and everything. Um, but yeah, like they simply couldn't, couldn't, uh, estimate what would be the long-term effect and of the radiation mm. and like they do sort of show him struggling mm. with like oh like what have we done by mm. making this technology available and um he i, I think he really does struggle with it mm. um afterwards um yeah and like i don't want to you know say too much because mm. it's net about it right but <laughs> yeah. like um yeah. i was like like the 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 choices that they made about how to portray 
the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki is that was also like hmm like that's how you want to do it the concept that was like mm. like I I want to see I want to talk about this with other mm. like American friends who supposedly have got history education from American system mm. and uh, how they think about how this was portrayed mm. like you know in terms of like biopic mm. it was solid mm. I feel like they could have done something a little bit differently about how they decided to go about portraying the bombing itself. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so, yeah, it's, it's like, uh, you know, it's such a, like for, like, he, I, I feel like Oppenheimer, like the movie and from the sort, like a few like articles I've read, Oppenheimer seemed like he had he like he was obviously talented and you know brilliant on his own but I also don't think he was like Niels Bohr or Einstein of his era right like I think he would have been a pretty normal solid professor who was like you know like doing his thing which is most of the academics right mm. like none of like most of us don't win Nobel Prize mm. um, and you know yet you continue to do interesting research um, where so so I felt like he would have been that kind of regular professor if it wasn't for his particular interest mm. in quantum physics and him being in a right place like he mm. becomes friends with um uh, Ernest Lawrence, mm-hmm. who uh, is the the first person to you know who who invented the cy- cyclotron, mm-hmm. so like you know the the whole facility to accelerate mm-hmm. particles, right? So like mm-hmm. with people like that around, he was able to do what he did. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, if it wasn't for the wartime, if mm-hmm. it wasn't for the environment that he was in. I feel like he would have done a lot more interesting scientific contribution mm. other than this. Like, mm. this just was, like, a huge part of his life, and it sucked the soul out of him. Yeah, I and think so. And he was already, like, kind of unstable. Mm. Like, he was already, like, you know, like, like difficult in, like, in a regular academic way. Mm. Like, a little bit up in his mind kind of thing. Mm. But... Like, uh, I think, yeah, after after this, he was just, like, such a mess. Yeah. And, you know, he probably could have had other things he could have done if it was in a peaceful time. Yeah. So, yeah, that yeah. does, that did make me think. I was just, like, mm. like, it always, like, you know, it makes for a good movie, but, oh, my God, what a terrible thing to be yeah. actually experiencing yeah. through yeah. yeah. Thought a similar thing about Marie Curie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, when I read her biography mm-hmm. written by her daughter, mm-hmm. it was a lot of, you know, there's, in her case, it's World mm-hmm. War One, mm-hmm. but there was a war involved mm-hmm. and she, like, really worked so hard at this, uh, radiant thing and, um, it did a lot of incredible record-breaking things, mm. but also his her her life uh, 
was such a you know mm. messy mm. part and mm. he, she doesn't seem really happy ever mm. in her entire lifetime she's mm. like working all the time mm. and um so like yeah it like made me think about you know what it is like like the, the yeah. sort of dilemma of being brilliant yeah, and yeah, yeah. being like mm. in a born in a yeah, yeah, yeah. different time right yeah. right yeah. yeah yeah that's all ah no. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i i realize okay. that we've been talking about it for like yeah, 20 minutes 20 so minutes. i feel like okay. we should wrap it up yep. yeah okay sorry that's it for the show today thanks for listening and find us at Eigode Science on Twitter that is E-I-G-O-D-E S-C-I-E-N-C-E see you next time